And good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Your Community Matters. With me, Eric Crema. This airs on Kixie 880 out in the Seattle market, radio market that is, and also on podcasts, most major platforms. So if you enjoy today's uh, podcast or terrestrial show, please tell friends, tell family, uh, because it's all about sort of helping people. Uh, you know, Kixie 880 is really your home for the best music ever recorded, in my opinion. Uh, savvy business and investment news, as well as great programming aimed at improving the lives of listeners. And that's really what this podcast is. It's really just about being informative. And in that uh, vein, I'm happy to have with me today Mike Broderick. He's a loan officer with Evergreen Home Loans. And we're going to talk all about reverse mortgages. Um, It's a mystery to a lot of people. Maybe you've seen or heard uh, commercials for reverse mortgages and thought, hmm, what's that all about? Or... I don't know. I, I don't know much about it. It doesn't seem like it's a good thing to do. Well, you know, you got to get informed first, and that's what this show's all about. Your community matters, and the fact that we have Mike here in studio is a good thing. So when we come back, we're going to talk all about reverse mortgages on this edition of Your Community Matters. We'll be right back. Are you confused, uncertain, unsure about a reverse mortgage? This is Mike Broderick telling us about the reverse mortgage from Evergreen Home Loans. Do you want some answers to your questions? Do you want to find out the facts about a reverse mortgage from a reverse mortgage loan officer who's been in the business 16 years? Do you want some straight answers to your questions about reverse mortgages? Call me. I'll answer your questions. I'll give you some straight facts. We'll sort out the fact from the fiction. I'm here in Bellevue. I cover the Puget Sound area. You'll talk to me, not a call center. Let's talk about the real benefits and costs for you. You'll find out that a reverse mortgage is different than you thought. When you call, you'll get me directly. You won't go through a call center. Call 425-691-5541. Mike Broderick, NMLS 696780. Evergreen Home Loans, NMLS 3182, Equal Housing Lender. California licensed by Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act 413029. Washington Consumer License CL-3182. Terms and conditions apply. Ask for details. Reverse Mortgage Specialist Mike Broderick, 425 Six nine one fifty five forty one. And we're back, as promised, Your Community Matters with Eric Crema here on Kixie 880 in the Seattle radio market, as well as podcast on all major uh, platforms. So, again, if you're enjoying what you're hearing today, please uh, let friends and family know. It helps to uh, get the word out about Your Community Matters. And uh, who knows, you just might be helping someone make the very best decision for them. That's why I'm happy to have Mike Broderick. I love this guy. He's uh, He's got a great attitude, super knowledgeable, and just fun to talk to. Mike, welcome. Thank you very much. It's good to be here today. <laughs> good to be here with you as well. You know, uh, we've known each other for, for a while. Uh, you've worked with our stations out in Seattle quite a bit. Uh, you have a very good name out here in Seattle because this is something, mortgages, mortgage business, that you've been doing for a long time. Right. I started out in mortgages in 1990, and then I got led into reverse mortgages when I had a customer request that I investigate Mm-hmm. This new type of mortgage that he had heard about, his father wanted to get some information and possibly get a reverse. And so in 96, I started doing reverse mortgages. And I, to my surprise, found out that it's a lot better than I thought it was, too. Mm-hmm. I was uh, somewhat skeptical when I read about it. There wasn't a lot of information about reverse mortgages out. It was long before the Internet was uh, pervasive. 
So I, I researched it, and I thought, this loan is good if it's true. And, mm-hmm. and uh, all my customers are somewhat skeptical about it, too, and deservedly so. And so uh, I learned about it as I went. I had a lot of my customers tell me how good it was for them as well. We were talking before the podcast uh, just about how really technology and, and to, to the latest uh, events, COVID, have changed the way we do things in business. It's amazing how different things can be and information can be had. But that's a good and bad thing because a lot of people can get bad information. Right. I, I imagine if you typed in right now in Google, are reverse mortgages good? Question mark. You're going to get a ton of answers. Is Are they bad? Question mark. You're going to get a ton of answers. Yeah. That's why I like bringing, bringing people like you in because you're in the trenches. <laughs> I mean, you know about them. You're working with – this isn't – this isn't, uh, what do they call it, uh, um, uh, what, clinical or scholarly. This You're doing the actual work here and seeing the results on both sides. So I'm happy to have you here to talk about reverse mortgages. Right. Thank you again. Uh, the reverses have somewhat of a negative connotation for some people. Uh, usually it's because they're listening to their friends and neighbors and asking for their advice. My experience is that most people just don't understand how reverses work. But once they find out, they usually find out that it's a lot better than they thought. Mm-hmm. And, it's, uh, and it could be very helpful for their financial future. So uh, I can recall meeting numerous of customers and their family was there. And I was looking across the table, and somebody would be glaring at me for sure. <laughs> like, you're not going to get a reverse mortgage out of my parents. <laughs> and so I always ask them, what is your big problem with reverses? Because I know there are problems uh, out there. So I'm here to answer your questions. Okay. I'm here to solicit your questions, too. So just tell me what you've heard yeah. about a reverse. Yeah, for sure. And and I know that's how you handle when people call you. I know throughout the podcast, they're going to actually hear an ad for you where they can they can log on. And they can also go to the website, too, and and uh, Evergreen Home Mortgage, correct? Evergreen Home Loan. Um, home Loan, I'm that's sorry. Correct. Um, and there's also a phone number that they'll hear here shortly. So, But let me act as maybe those people that call in. So let's start with the conversation. Reverse mortgages, let's just begin with the basics. How do they work? There are... Two types of reverse mortgage at this time. The predominant one, where probably 90, 95% of the customers uh, enter into a reverse mortgage that's insured by FHA. That's called the HECM reverse mortgage. HECM stands for Home Equity Conversion Mortgage, and that's essentially what we're doing, converting your equity into a mortgage. We're lending you money based upon the equity you have for the home. There are limits on how much we can loan a customer with the FHA loan because they limit the upper value of the home to 822375 which changes every year and goes up. So if a customer can expect maybe in roughly 50% of their home's value, sometimes that's not enough to meet their expectations, particularly if they have a big mortgage to pay off. So there is also a jumbo reverse mortgage, which is also called a proprietary reverse mortgage that was specifically designed for people with higher value homes, let's say starting at a million or more, and I've done one up to a $9 million home too. Those people need more money, and that's the purpose of the proprietary loan. 
It's patterned almost exactly like the FHA reverse mortgage, but they'll loan more money. And at this time, a customer, depending upon their home value, can get a mortgage uh, and a loan up to $4 million. So I've done a number of those, and just the heckum doesn't work for those homes because there's not even enough to pay off the mortgage balance, much less I see. get any more money. So the jumbo is really designed, and that probably comes into play in these hotter markets like a Seattle, San Francisco, exactly. parts of Portland, L.A., and that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. In this market, with it's not unusual to find a million-dollar home right now. Right. So I always give the customers an option of choosing between the Heckam FHA loan or a jumbo loan, whichever suits their needs. Now, some people with a million-dollar home or a two-million-dollar home will still get into the Heckam because that's satisfactory for them. So you always have a choice. Gotcha. So I'm hearing this. I'm thinking, okay, that does sound interesting. What are some questions that you would encourage people to ask you? I always start out the conversation with finding out why they want to get a reverse mortgage. What's their intent? Do they want to pay off their existing mortgage, which is predominantly the uh, main reason to get a reverse? Because if you get a reverse mortgage and pay off and transfer that balance over to a reverse mortgage, then you no longer have to make a principal and interest payment. So it's used primarily to uh, increase their cash flow by decreasing their cash flow out. And then secondly, a lot of our customers want to set up a line of credit to take care of future financial needs as well. And so a reverse mortgage can be used for any purpose that a customer intends. Uh, a lot of times they want to pay off uh, credit card balances. Uh, they want to avoid uh, taking their Social Security benefits right away, so they'll use a reverse to supplement their retirement income if they have a pension. Uh, they want to fix up the home. Uh, may even want to go on a trip. They might, might want to help their kids and grandkids as well, too. So the um, purpose of a reverse mortgage is to give you just the financial resources that you may need either now or in the future. So what are the age requirements? The Heckam reverse mortgage has a minimum age of 62, whereas the Jumbo reverse mortgage has a minimum age of 60. So that is beneficial for some customers. I do get some customers that say, well, I'm 55, can I get a reverse? And although I think uh, the proprietary lenders are thinking about dropping that down, right now it's 60 for the proprietary, proprietary and 62 minimum age for the Heckam loan. And my phone was going off there. That reminds me, I want to tell people that the phone number that you hear during today's conversation is the one you want to call. Um, you can also go to Evergreen Home Loans online. Um, do a little searching around because you're going to want to talk specifically with Mike Broderick. Uh, he's, he's a great guy to just have a conversation with. So knowledgeable and really approachable. I know safety and security, when you're talking about something that is probably, if not always, your largest investment, has to be paramount. Um, how, can you, um, how, how, how can you reassure people that these are safe? Okay. That's another question that comes up all the time, too. And this loan is quite safe because the HECM reverse mortgage is insured by FHA. And like all FHA mortgages, it's good for as long as the government is good, too. Okay. So even if your lender 
uh, who is loaning the money under the guidelines of the FHA reverse mortgage, even if the lender has financial problems, as a couple have over the years, and they go out of business, the FHA people will sweep in, and or the FDIC people will sweep in and take over those loans and protect that loan for the borrower. And so it's as if nothing happened to your loan. If you had a line of credit that you wanted to draw from, you could still do it. If you had a monthly check coming in, you can still do it. You will not notice a hiccup at all because it is FHA insured and FHA will protect your customers. Even if your home value goes down, you, your line of credit remains the same. So this is what's different between a HECM loan and a HELOC loan. The HECM reverse mortgage line of credit will not diminish even if your home value goes down which is not the case with a HELOC loan, as we may have experienced during mm -hmm. the recession. Also, our line of credit has a growth feature in it, in it, which will protect not only the base value, but it will grow it over time. And right now, you get a, a, a decent increase in this value as time goes by. And so that's why some people are advised to get a reverse mortgage when they don't need it, set it up as a line of credit and let the line of credit grow over time so that when they do anticipate needing those funds, they'll see that it's growing over time and they have more money to borrow than they started out with. It's interesting. It seems like to me that over time, people are just rethinking that equity in their house right. and how to, how to put it to work. Well, particularly in the Seattle area, where through no fault of our own, our homes have increased in value. And this is an equity loan. I have customers who will call up who already have a reverse mortgage. And because maybe five, since the five years that they did their first, their home value may have doubled, they oftentimes are looking to refinance their reverse mortgage into a more suitable a, uh, loan that gives them more money than they initially started out with. You gotta go through the whole refinance process but it's worth it for some people, and we'll make the calculations to see if it's worth it or not. But I do a number of refinances on the reverse mortgages simply because their home value has gone up. And so the reverse mortgage loan amount is based upon the value of your home as determined by the appraisal and the age of the borrower and the interest rate that you're using too. So if I have a customer who calls five years later and their home value has increased, well, they probably will get a substantial increase in the loan amount, but it's not guaranteed. We at least got to run the numbers and see. Well, you know, Mike, we have a lot to cover. Uh, we are going to take a quick break, but then we'll come back. We still have 13 minutes left in today's podcast and radio show. So there's still time to go through what we need to go through. But uh, if you're just tuning in or you're hearing this for the first time, uh, please, um, please, you know, download it as the podcast or tell friend and family about it, send it to them. There'll be a link there and uh, so that they can learn more. We'll be right back with another edition of your community matters right after this message. Music. 
So throughout the years, as I've been doing reverse mortgages, I often ask my customers, you know, what's the primary reason that you're getting a reverse? And they'll say, well, to pay off my existing mortgage. And then secondarily, to have access to a line of credit or a monthly check. This is Mike Broderick telling us about the reverse mortgage from Evergreen Home Loans. People will call me up afterwards and they'll say, this really made a big difference in my life. It let me sleep at night. Their retirement benefits were not keeping up with the cost of living. I didn't know that everyone was having such a financial problem. So a reverse mortgage gives them peace of mind. Contact me at Evergreen Home Loans. Call 425-691-5541. Mike Broderick, NMLS 696780. Evergreen Home Loans, NMLS 3182, Equal Housing Lender. California licensed by Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act 413029. Washington Consumer License, CL-3182. Terms and conditions apply. Ask for details. Reverse Mortgage Specialist, Mike Broderick. 425-691-5541. And welcome back to Your Community Matters with me, Eric Rima, on Kixie 880 AM in the Seattle radio market and on podcast, most major platforms. And, uh, you know, Kixie 880, if you get a chance, check them out on the Internet. Uh, it's your home for the best music I think has ever been recorded. Some of, the, some of the best great bands and singers of all the standards. Really, also, there's, there's savvy business and investment news on that station and great programming like this, I I think, to improve the lives of the listeners. And uh, I love doing this show, Your Community Matters, because it's a chance to talk to people who are experts in their area and uh, have a full half hour to just ask them all sorts of questions about their expertise. And today we're talking about reverse mortgages with Mike Broderick, who is a loan officer with Evergreen Home Loans. Let's get right back into it, Mike. Um, When is a reverse mortgage not a good option? That issue usually comes up when I ask the customer how long they intend to stay in the home. And that question is important because this loan is really expensive to do. The closing costs are quite high, higher than you would normally experience on a regular former loan. So if a customer is not intending to stay in the home for a length of time, let's use two years, then the cost of this loan may be prohibitive. I see. And so they may not want to spend their money on the high closing costs if they're going to get out of it in two years. Maybe there's some other way that they can finance their needs. Although I've had customers say, yeah, I understand, but I still need to get a reverse mortgage for my particular reason. I'll suffer the consequences if I do move out. So a lot of customers, once they get the reverse, find out, well, they don't have to move out. The need isn't there anymore. Well, and that's a big thing here. It's the ability to stay in your house, a house maybe you've lived in for three decades, and it's full of family photos and furniture and all the improvements you've done. It would be hard to leave. It would be hard for me to leave my house. Um, And uh, just uh, the thought of the move alone, you know. Um, unloading everything, but then just going through everything, uh, I would much rather, if I could, stay in my house. It sounds like reverse mortgages are perfect in that situation. That was the primary reason that the reverse mortgage came out. It was intended to help people stay in their home. And there was even a reverse mortgage company that was called Stay in Your Home. (laughs) Stay in Your Home. Reverse mortgage. But uh, there are a number of people who do not want to downsize who do not want to move in with their relatives, who want to retain their independence, but they're finding out that their finances just don't uh, match their uh, expenditures. So they will get a reverse mortgage to enable them to stay in the home 
to continue paying their property taxes and homeowners insurance to possibly renovate the home a little bit for their elder needs and and to have a reserve account to take care of replacing the roof, replacing the water heater, and doing some maintenance on the home too. So I always ask the customer, do you intend to stay in your home? Because if you do, then this is the way to do it. And oftentimes a reverse mortgage is easier to get than a regular home equity line of credit. A home, when you take out a home equity line of credit, you have to show the ability to make the monthly payments sure. that are required with it. Whereas in a reverse, you don't. So at least give me a call and let's talk about the yeah. possibilities. That's all that we need to do right now. Well, and you've been in the mortgage business industry for how long? Since uh, 1990 in the mortgage and 1996 doing reverse mortgages. Okay. And now I just time. do reverses exclusively. I don't touch the other ones anymore. Gotcha. So you've definitely uh, focused on that. Well, I think a scary thing for people are thinking, well, what happens to my house? Uh, do If I were to pass away or or do I lose my house? What? How does my house figure into this? Yeah. Very good question. It comes up all the time, and even if it doesn't, I bring it up myself. So uh, there seems to be some undercurrent of information out there that says that the bank owns your home and they get it after you die, which has never been the case. Mm. But a lot of people will try to figure out, how does this reverse mortgage work, and this must be the only way it works. But that's not true. This is a regular mortgage and the lender gets paid back the mortgage balance in the event that you sell and move from the home or upon your death. So all the lender gets is paid off the balance. You, you retain ownership of the home right from the start. On a, this is typical with any mortgage. You are listed as the, you as the owner are listed on title as the owner. The lender is listed as the lien holder. The lien holder only gets paid back whatever the mortgage balance is at that time. Upon your death, your will dictates what happens to your estate. Your home is included in that too. The executor of your estate will then contact the servicing department and inform them how he or she intends to pay back the mortgage balance. You have plenty of time to pay it back. The typical way of paying back the mortgage is to sell the home and through the proceeds realized on the sale of the home, pay off the mortgage and you keep the difference, okay? I see. Difference doesn't go to the lender. The lender only gets paid off the mortgage balance. There is a clause in this reverse mortgage which is called a non-recourse clause. The non-recourse clause stipulates, and this is what's unusual about a reverse mortgage, the non-recourse clause states that the mortgage balance is paid off only through the value realized on the sale of the home. So this is covered by the real estate value of the home. At no time does the personal assets of the borrower have to be utilized to pay off the mortgage balance. So for years and years and years, the home always sold for more than what was owed and the estate kept the difference and walked away. During the recession, the home values were dropping. Mm -hmm. And I had a number of customers who had 
uh, $500,000 home and all of a sudden, two years later, is worth three hundred and fifty. And they may have utilized a lot of that mortgage to pay off their previous mortgage balance. So the question arose, okay, now my home is underwater. If I die or if I sell the home and I can't sell my home for enough to pay off the mortgage balance, then what? Do I have to somehow make up the difference or does my estate have to somehow make up the difference? The answer is no. The mortgage insurance, which is an integral part Mm -hmm. of this mortgage, will pay off the difference to the lender between what the home sold for and what is owed to the bank. All right. So even if you had a lot of money in your personal assets, even if you had a bank account with $200,000 in it and you were short on the sale $50,000, that money does not have to be used to pay off the mortgage. Nor is it a debt for the uh, executor of the state. So if they say, well, I can't pay off the mortgage, and so I'm just going to deed it in lieu of foreclosure over to the bank, is that my debt? And the answer is no, it's not your executor's debt. It's your debt. I see. Interesting. Uh, So is there then a way for an heir to keep the home? Yes. There's various ways that the mortgage balance can be paid off. Typically, they sell the home to uh, pay off the mortgage. Right. But if they want to keep the home in the family because it's on a lakeside or it's been in the family for a long time, all all the estate has to do is come up with an alternative way to pay off the mortgage. They can use funds from the estate if it had it. They can go out and take out a regular mortgage to pay off a reverse mortgage. But the reverse mortgage is not transferable to the estate. It's not... Um, I forget the word. So it's, it, it's, you know, it's not transferable or assumable by the estate. Right. So it's only for the borrower themselves. But there's alternative ways to pay off the mortgage. We don't really care how you pay it off. Just pay it off. It's what the uh, the thought is. So some people will keep the home. And so are are mortgage companies that just deal? Let's. Uh, I'll just use the word standard mortgage. Just just a regular mortgage. Um, are they all pretty much in tune with how to do this process, how to pay off reverse mortgages? Oh, yeah, definitely. But okay. I do get that question quite a bit, too. And they'll say, okay, how do we handle this? Because the estate or the executor of the estate is really not familiar with the reverse mortgage either, although I do encourage my clients to contact their kids and tell them what they're going to do and ask for their input, too, and particularly to tell the executor of the state, what's going on? I don't want any surprises at the end mm-hmm. when all of a sudden they find out that mom had a reverse mortgage. I do not want that. So in answer to your question, then the uh, the executor of the state just has to notify the, um, the servicer, and the servicer will send out a monthly statement anyhow. Mm-hmm. So they'll see what the uh, last month's mortgage balance was. The mortgage balance consists of whatever the borrower utilized in funds plus two fees that are added onto the mortgage balance each month. So because a mortgage doesn't have to be paid on a monthly basis, but we do charge interest on the money that you've used, the the interest accrues on the loan balance. So this is a negative AM loan in which, contrary to a forward mortgage, this balance gets larger and larger as time goes by with the monthly addition of the interest fee and the additional mortgage insurance premium fee and whatever else they borrowed gotcha. if they had a line of credit or a monthly check. So 
let's say someone's just tuning in right now. Instead of having to go back and listen to the beginning of the podcast or hope for the re-airing of this on terrestrial radio, um, maybe you can paint a picture of the perfect candidate for a reverse mortgage. Primarily, the um, common thread with uh, a borrower who gets a reverse mortgage is that they want to pay off their existing reverse mortgage because it's becoming difficult to make that payment and meet their other financial obligations. So the primary borrower wants to pay off their existing mortgage, transfer that balance over to us, and get rid of the monthly principal and interest payment. Although everyone needs to remember that now you need to pay your property taxes and homeowners insurance and HOA dues. Those are part of the conditions of getting a reverse as with any mortgage too, okay? The second burning need is to have a reserve fund. So if you take an adjustable rate mortgage and there is a fixed available too, but if you take an adjustable rate mortgage, you can set up a line of credit or a monthly check as well. So some people say, I wanna peel off a little bit in the beginning as a lump sum distribution to pay some bills. I want to set up a line of credit, but it would be nice if I had a monthly check, maybe a four or five hundred a month. So the ability to do that depends on how much money is left over from the principal limit or the gross loan amount when we establish the loan. So when we take out a loan, we will loan you probably in the neighborhood of 50% of the home value up to the 822-375. We'll pay off your mortgage and the really high closing costs, and I have to stress that because it's an eye-opener. And then uh, if there's money left over from that gross loan amount, then it can reside in the line of credit or a monthly check. Gotcha. I cannot believe it. We're actually at the second half here. It went really fast. Uh, That's okay, though, because we're going to have you back. Uh, I want to talk to you about how liquid are the dollars. I want to talk to you about the retirement uh, implications and, and, and that sort of thing. We can do all that in the next one. Um, but we, we've got to get rolling now. We're out of time. Mike, thanks so much for your time coming okay. in the studio. Appreciate it. Mike Broderick, Thank Loan you. Officer, Evergreen Home Loans. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Your Community Matters. 